Hey guys, welcome to Cold Film Interview, the podcast where we discuss the films you love, but no one else gets, and we see if they still hold up. Tonight, friends through eternity, loyalty, honesty, will stay together through thick or thin. Friends forever will be together. We're on top because we play to win. These are the words of the 1987 Taekwondo rock and roll band Dragon Sound, who battle ninjas and bikers on their way to stardom. Because we're talking about Miami Connection. So let's start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex. 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 Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother, listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Thanks for joining us wherever you are in the world or what time it is in the day for you. Thank you for joining us. Please do us a favor. Head over to iTunes. Leave us a review. Leave a five-star review. Leave a comment, and we'll give you a shout-out on the show. We got three to do tonight. Boom. So yeah. thank you guys for uh, doing heavy. that. We'll do that. What? That's heavy. Oh, I said okay. seven. Yeah. I was like, seven? No. I thought he said 70. <laughs> I was like, 70. 70. We got 70 new reviews. We're just, reading, like them all. We're just reading every review all over again. So we got three of those for you at the end of the show. Make sure you head over to our YouTube page. You subscribe there. Check out our videos. Listen to our past episodes. And check out our website, coldfilmandreview.com. Tonight, we're talking about Miami Connection. It was directed by uh, Richard Park and Y.K. Kim. It was written by uh, Y.K. Kim and uh, I believe Richard Park also. The year it came out was 1987. Had a budget of $1 million. Made question mark in the box office. Filmed here in the U.S., has a rating of question mark and currently sits at a 71% on Rotten Tomatoes. If you don't know what it's about, uh, drug dealers get a free Taekwondo lesson from a college band called Dragon Sound. <laughs> this was Mike's pick. Mike, why did you pick Miami Connection? Oh, man. I was just like doing some research online, just like looking up new things, getting some new ideas for the show, trying to keep it fresh. Okay. You know how it is. And I came across this film, and I learned about the history about it. I had never heard about it. And it, 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 the history, and we'll get into it, was so intriguing to me that I just, I, I had to pick it. I had to pick it. I had to know what this film was about. And uh, I think as we discuss it today, we're going to we're gonna let everybody else know what it's all about. So has anybody else in the room, Kyle, Chris, myself included, had anyone heard of this film or seen this film before? Uh, no on both. No on both. No on both, same here. So none of us had heard, heard about it until you found it through uh, searching it. Uh, let me ask you this then, since none of us have heard about this film or knew about this film. Uh, h- how far into it did it take you to realize what you were in for? <laughs> well, I, 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 would say, I would say that my answer is skewed because Mike was telling me the history of the film before I actually saw it. So I kind of had, had an understanding that... This is just going to be a, a a a bad film that the director just originally didn't look at with with a lot of uh, gleam in his eye, gleam in his eye. I don't know what that means, <laughs> but, but he didn't do it right. Exactly, and so so I kind of knew going into it that this is this is not going to be like an amazing film. This is going to be kind of cheesy and kind of kind of shitty. Yeah. So I was pleasantly surprised by like the first five minutes. I'm like yes, 
It's exactly what I thought it would be. What about you, Chris? Uh... Going into it, I I didn't watch a trailer once again. Um, just going based on the title, I thought it was going to be kind of like a spy movie or something. You know, like maybe some kind of like mystery. Uh, and <laughs> what I got was no mystery. Quite, quite, quite the it mystery. Very, yeah, it was very straightforward what I got, <laughs> which was like an action. It's an action movie. Um, and uh, I think I was uh, pleasantly surprised by that. What about you, Mike? Did you, I mean, you did research into it, but were you still, when did you know, like... Because you can read, you can read all you want about this movie, but yeah. you really don't know it until you watch it. It didn't prepare me. It didn't prepare me because you know what? Look, how many times have we come across a film where it's like it's so bad, it's good, and then we see it and we're like, eh, yeah, I mean, all right, like maybe, you know? We yeah. were discussing that earlier. It's like we've said that several times on the show. Like, is this a so bad it's good movie? I don't know. Like, I don't think it is. There's always been like contention, mm-hmm. and I, I don't, I don't know if this is can be denied. Uh yeah, I think it's a hard. It's hard to deny it. It's, it's really hard to deny, hard it. To deny and it. And I, I, we're giving a little bit away. Yeah. But yeah, well, I, I, it probably within at you know at least the first five minutes, mm-hmm. it's like if this whole movie's like this, <laughs> like at first you think it was an accident, yeah. And you're like, oh, they just that's all they had to work with. But then you're like, no. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I feel like the giveaway for me at the beginning was was the amount of like chit chat and chatter that they directed the people like you guys should just be like talking like you're just kind of hanging out waiting for something but it was just like it was like it was too audible so you could hear that it was just so fucking ridiculous like they're 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 like where is it where's he at where are they 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 at right now are they going to be here with the wait where are they at where are they at have a hot mic it's fucking insane i'm just like why can we hear them it should just be chatter with noise or something well and i think that 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 is uh what the, I don't think the, there was really a script for this movie in a lot of case, in a lot of the scenes. I think it was like, all right, so just improvise well, on this. I, I love the There's guy. A, also, the guy at the beginning. Sorry, Cody, because no, I'm just this, this shit's firing off my head. The guy at the beginning. There's like a row of these of these Colombian you know cartel guys lined up down this walkway, and they're all just kind of casually standing there holding guns. And then the guy at the very end of the line is in like full like. He's got like yeah, he's got like his 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 feet are like shoulder length apart. He's like squatting down and he's just pivoting at his hip, like looking for trouble. I'm just like, <laughs> that, <laughs> that's it. I think you're acting too Obviously much. Obviously right looking for trouble. Yeah, like really giving it his all. I think I knew within the yeah the first five minutes, but that's the thing too is like, you it, it is. It's one of those things where it's like okay, here we go, another one of these movies that's supposed to be. It's so bad, it's good. Um, and is it going to live up to the hype? Like, I, I questioned it. I didn't like, even know that was a thing with this movie. That's what made it so... Well, I mean, like, the hype of what I compare everything to, which is Troll 2. Yeah. yeah. I literally compare every So Bad It's Good movie to Troll 2. Like, that's my comparison. Yeah. Um, and I was like, you know, no movie that I've watched since then has lived up to that movie. Right. Until I watched Miami I will Connection. Say, I will, I, I, you know what? I will say this, and I just kind of thought of it right now. Um, but when you're looking at the entire the the entire film, you know, as a whole, I feel like that intro scene, save for some bad extras acting and some 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 poorly choreographed fight scenes. That might be like the best put together scene in this fucking movie. The though. first one. Yeah. You mean the drug lord scene? Yeah. I feel like. Uh, the, yeah. Go on. No, you go first. 
Yeah, I feel like, no, because the funny part about it is the end of it. After they raid the, the ninjas, raid the drug dealers, and get a, a little bit ahead here, but it's fine. After the ninjas raid the drug dealers, they forgot the money. It's- <laughs> <laughs> that was the moment well, for me. Okay, so. They didn't forget the money, though. Well, one didn't. No, one hold guy, on, hold on. The supervisor. They did. <laughs> yeah. Like, as soon as that line came out, like, that's when I was like, what the fuck am I in for here? <laughs> like, that was the moment. Like, at first, like, the, the action scene, it, like, they first fight yeah. a bunch of drug lords that all look like different versions of Steven Spielberg at different points of his life. <laughs> Let's just say that. Like, for some reason, they all look like Steven Spielberg. <laughs> and they kill all these guys. <laughs> and then it's like, they're all sitting in a line, and then the fucking leader comes, and he's like, you guys forget something? <laughs> and they're like looking at him like, I don't know. We just kill people, you know, nin- like ninjas do. <laughs> like, you forgot the fucking money. And like, as soon as he says it, I'm like, how is this possible? <laughs> but then I realized we watched uh, Ninja. And uh, what is it? Enter the Ninja. What was it Enter called? The ninja. Enter the Ninja. And it reminded me that sometimes ninjas aren't very smart. They're just good at killing everything in sight. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of remember that movie a little bit. Like, okay, they're all that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the leader, but it yeah. As soon as that happens, you're like, is that is were they like you wonder for a second? Is this deliberate? Are they deliberately doing this? Yeah. Or is this fucking bullshit? And then you 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 watch the rest of the movie and you find the answer and, out. And, like, but here's <laughs> well, the thing too: is I'm with Kyle on this one. Like that intro might be the best best west might be the best shot thing in the movie because. Up until the point of you forgot the money, I was like, okay, like this is like Tromos level. Like yeah, this right. isn't it's that. It's just a cheesy action yeah, movie. Yeah, this is just a cheesy action movie. It's not going to be. There's definitely bad acting. There's, yeah. there's definitely bad yeah. choreography. But there's not, definitely pulled punches. Think, but like, it's not. The, it's not. I, think, I have seen worse. Yeah, right, at this right, point. Yes. At this point, the beauty of it <laughs> is the beauty of it is though it takes you through those levels like like you don't think it's going to go to like so you're like you're constantly trying to justify it until finally you cannot justify this film anymore <laughs> and you have to realize that like these people thought they were making gold and it just wasn't and that's the beauty of it that's the charm of the film which is the same to be said for troll 2 so yeah i mean like but the thing is i think i feel like i kept getting topped like <laughs> like the first scene you're still trying to figure it out you're in a fog you're in a haze and then by like you know 45 minutes to an hour you're either fully invested in like the shit show that this movie is or you're like this is stupid and you turn it off and i think for me that magic only happens every so often in a film no, I agree. I think you just actually described yeah. the watching experience of this movie for I, myself. Because I, I went through, I went through like that roller coaster ride. Like, like after the intro thing, I was like, "This is cheesy," but that's kind of funny. They forgot the money type of thing. And then, like, when you get to like these scenes of of after after we first see Dragon Sound playing the song, you get to these kind of more personal, inner like dialogue scenes between like our main character and the love interest and stuff. I'm like sitting there, and I'm just like. Oh my god! I can't fucking do it. I can't stand this shit. And then, and then you just, you just, you're at that, you're at that peak, and then it drops again. You're like, what the fuck am I watching? I love every bit of this. And then it gets to another scene, just like, oh my god, I'm gonna fucking die. And then it just takes you up again and drops you again. It's fucking great. <laughs> it's a roller coaster of emotions, which we'll talk more about when we come right back. What happened? I don't know. He won't tell me. Huh? 
Why don't you explain to us? Come on, we're, we're your best friends. Sorry, it's hiding from us from you guys. Oh, man. But... But this looks like your brother. I didn't know you have a brother. It's my father. What? This is your real father? Yes, it is. Are you sure? I didn't know you had a father. I thought we are all orphans. All right, guys, we're back, and we're talking about Miami Connection as Mike's pick came out in 1987. Uh, I want to talk a little bit um, about the history of this film, I guess, before we get into the, the thick of things. Well, I don't know any of that, so I'm yeah, excited I'm kinda, to hear about I'm kinda, it. Like, I'm kind of sparse on my knowledge. So. Sparse on his knowledge. So the cool thing about this movie was it was, uh, I believe it was found, like it was getting... It got limited release yeah. in 1987 in Florida, where Y. Kim was uh, living at the time. He was very popular in the community because of his Taekwondo dojos and was like pretty well established, I would say, in hmm. the Orlando community. Um, and he made this movie, and he thought it was going to be a huge, huge hit. Um, and they put it in theaters. It lasted about three weeks in a Florida theater. And then... In uh, a Florida theater? In a single one. <laughs> it was maybe two or three. Uh, yeah, okay. maybe. Very, yeah. Lim- very limited. Very limited. Didn't do well. People shat all over it, and uh, it almost made him go bankrupt. Um, he lost a lot of money on this film, and from what I understand, like kind of like it just got buried. He gave it up. Yeah, yeah. he was like he was done with it. Like he didn't want to look at it. It was a bad memory. And like every distributor like passed on it. Yeah. Well, yeah. and that's kind of the funny thing with the the, the directing too is that. Uh, it's directed by YK Kim and Richard Park, who is a. Uh, so, how that came about was Richard Park saw him on a uh, television show um, and said, I got to make a movie with this guy. And they, they came up with this movie. They thought it was going to be huge. But uh, Richard Park flew back to, I believe it's South Korea. Um, and he went to like Cannes to show this film, I believe, and other places. And he, the response he was getting back was. Uh, it's not good because in the end, in the original ending, um, Jimmy dies. Okay. All right. All right. And they were like, that's not, it ends on a bad, sour note. So actually, YK Kim uh, and I believe um, the uh, Oats look alike. Oh, uh, uh, Angelo Gennati. I, I believe it was Angelo Gennati went yeah. back and, and wrote the, wrote scenes okay. and then he directly he shot scenes and directed different scenes so that's why it's directed by both of them mm, okay. um but this movie was buried i guess it was somewhat being passed around via vhs but like no one no one was paying attention yeah and nobody thought they had a gem on their yeah, hands until um a person working at alamo draft house uh discovered it on vhs i believe if i'm not mistaken on ebay yeah okay and Saw it and was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> and got um got them to basically play this film at midnight screenings, uh for for Alamo Drafthouse, and then it started gaining popularity. I believe another um person got involved with bringing it, and then they 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 were trying to they're getting a hold of YK Kim, and for about a year, I believe. Trying to get like the release a wider release for this film and all. Well, the theaters, they were trying right? to get distribution, yeah, because they had Draft House distributors or, or pictures yeah, or whatever. Draft films, yeah, Draft and House films. yeah, they were trying to get him 
they were trying to get him on the horn just to at least buy the rights. Because, I mean, I think they were still up for grabs. They didn't own it. And if I'm not mistaken, from what I heard, they called him the first time, and his his response to it was like, "Go oh, fuck, like fuck you." He thought he thought it was a joke because oh. it was such a bad memory in his mind of like, "Oh, okay, you found my fucking film, and uh, okay, you want to you want to poke fun at me." Say right. now is the time for stardom. Thought like, it was gonna I, be like yeah. a mystery science theater type thing, right? Or and something. they had to like kind of convince him, like, "No, we honestly really want to, like, we really like. fucking <laughs> love this film." And it's like. I mean, and I get it. Like the guy released it like twenty three years or whatever before, mm-hmm. you know this, and and it's a bad memory. Everybody told him it was a piece of shit. He's he's beyond it. It's he had closure, and then somebody opens it back up, and it's just like, hey, <laughs> yeah, man, like think, it's a fucking gem. I think <laughs> though, maybe that pain flourished into you know. I'm Success. sure he's happy about it now. <laughs> I think they found it in like 2009, and then like they didn't get it released uh, again until 2012. Oh wow, yeah. Yeah, so sometimes, it, dude. Sometimes you can't even hunt people down. They don't get back to you. Like you have no idea. Like what happened? Are they still alive? <laughs> you know, it's so they tough. Start, yeah, they start doing like movie parties with it and showing it, and then that's how it's now found. It's cult film thanks to Alamo Drafthouse. Yeah, yeah. which is awesome. Like yeah. fuck yeah, dude. That's it, like the shit. It it really is. Um, and thank God they did find it. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel my life is a little more complete now. Right? So, um, y- and also, Waikiki Kim was like this, like, Taekwondo guru, and he's a philosopher and a writer and all this other stuff. And then uh, now he's also a film director and filmmaker. <laughs> uh, and uh, so let- now we can talk about the movie. That's the history behind it. Just so folks Great. know now, how this now, was discovered. Now, now what will follow is 40 minutes of just chaos. <laughs> just yeah. all over the place. Remember that one time? <laughs> yeah. So sorry, guys. It's about to become yeah. that. So if you remember, the beginning of the film opens with ninjas forgetting the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're introduced to Dragon Sound in a club, a mm. Miami or an Orlando the club. Hot, it's the hot new sound. Yeah, in how rock much and roll. more epic yeah. does a band name get? Dude, Dragon You're literally a fucking badass Dragon name. Sound. Fucking Dracara, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's just like that's the first thing I thought about was Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's like, I know what the sound of Dragon makes. <laughs> <laughs> And they definitely make a, a, an impression with the song Friends. It's like the first thing you hear them dude, sing. No, and dude, my first response in that scene is like, nobody's fucking getting down that yeah. hard to a song about <laughs> friends forever. Hey, they're shit. rocking positivity pretty hard, Kyle. Okay, <laughs> in a fucking in a fucking nightclub in Miami <laughs> or Orlando. <laughs> or it's Orlando. Like, you think it's Miami uh, because yeah, right. the opening scene be opens l- with Miami. And that's the last time you see Miami. <laughs> and the movie is called The Miami Connection. But all Do you think the Orlando, Orlando Connection sounds like shit, though? Yeah, so he was right. Would... Listen, YK Kim was right on the... He got one thing plan. right. Yeah. It was the title. Yeah. We got a lot of things right. Come on. I also want to talk <laughs> that the, 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 this opens up. The reason we were even introduced to Dragon Sound is because the ninjas who had just stole all this money are just... They're like Coke dealers now, I guess, right? Well, no, if they're, they're not they're, doing the cocaine, yeah, they're no, dealing no, 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 the cocaine, no, 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 no. right? They're they are there to meet up with, uh, the this chick's brother, who we later find out might be the brother of the Asian guy as well. As far as I can tell from how fragmented this plot is, Mike, is that they steal the coke, then they give it to that guy, who then sells the coke, and then gives them a cut of the money. That's so they're out having a night out of town to celebrate. At this bar to but have a good time. But not with Coke, right? No, there was no Coke involved. Oh, I thought they, w- they were you never looking u- for Coke. You never use your own product, Mike. 
No, he's right. I don't know what these names. He's right because later on, the the reason I know he's right is because later on they mention to uh, uh, bad guy number henchman. Top henchman, we'll call him. Which one? Tom henchman. Which one? The, the one, the, the, the one, the one that looked like Walter Sochek, or the one that looked like Axl Rose. <laughs> no, not those two. No. Some of the best conversations. <laughs> those people. Not those two. Not those two. I'm talking about. I'm talking about the guy. This uh, the sister's brother. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. The main main oh, bad the guy. best villain that ever existed. They say on Mr. Screen. Flanders. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ned. Ned Flanders from The Simpsons. <laughs> Yoshito, Yoshito. S- says to him, uh, have you taken over the area yet? And he's like, no, basically because of dragon sound. Yep. And that's when I was like, okay, so they're, yeah, they are giving him the drugs to sell. And right. he kind of runs, he, he's running Orlando. That's the Miami connection. I believe we're supposed to believe that. Uh, oh, wait. Yeah, yes. there it is. Okay, now this is starting to make yeah, sense. I believe we're supposed well, because, to. Well, because think of this way. Okay. There's a reason why it doesn't take place in Miami, and there's a reason why the the very amazingly well made film The French Connection does not take place in France. Okay, it's because <clears throat> the French are bringing the drugs in, just like the Miami ninjas are bringing the drugs into Orlando. That's yep. what happened. Boom! Just click. Oh, oh man, that, that took a while. Yeah, no, it did take a while, right? <laughs> because they don't really establish. They don't really establish very well that. Uh, Yoshito is in a different air, like he's in a like he's in Miami, right? With the scenes, the way they're cut, you have like you just think he's in Orlando with them, <laughs> he's <Yeah>. somewhere <laughs> nearby. Yeah, he's never, he's never. It never takes him long to travel there. Yeah. No, the a gang, a lot of know, warp tubes. When you've got that coke money, you have your own private jet, man. But they kind of, yeah. But they kind of got their own. They kind of got their own gang. They weren't. They weren't hurrying, by the way. They got their own gang in Orlando, so the Orlando gang leader. So yeah, it's a different gang. Yes. <coughs> so you have the Miami Ninjas, and yep. then you have this other gang, which is like, like some the kind Orlando. of some kind of take on like a Colombian yeah, like biker. Like, the Miami gang. Ninjas are I don't like know the if riffs. They were bikers though. They weren't bikers because they used cars. They were the car gang. You know what the weird theory I had, and I it was like, I was like, the only thing that disproves this is there's not a fat one. There is a fat. There oh, is so in in the which one the ninja game or the yeah, Orlando game? There's no game? fat ninja. Orlando gang. No, 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 it, no. It, there's no fat ninja because I was believing yeah. that the bikers were supposed to be the ninjas. The ninjas, they but are. they're not. No, 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 they totally are. the The ninjas <laughs> are <laughs> the ninjas. It's a ninja biker gang. Right. Wow. So I didn't when put that it together. cuts to the scenes of the, the bikers, bikers, those are that's the ninjas. supposed to be the ninjas. What? But it makes no sense because. None of like when they're a ninja outfit, they're fucking ripped. One they're, ninja. they're they're lean as fuck looking. Yes, but are. when they're as bikers, they they do not look like they're they not could, healthy. They, they, they look <laughs> like diabetes is running rampant. One ninja is a good two seven. There's a lot of like none of them are jumping onto buildings and rappelling down. None of them what? are doing that. My mind is blown because I did not put together that those bikers were supposed to be those ninjas. Oh, that made, ever. It, that made it so great ever. to me. I was like, yeah. oh my god, this the whole is time a horrible I'm watching, plot. I'm like, I'm like. Who are these bikers, and how do they fit into ninja costumes? Yeah, I feel like they just like threw that in there because it was like a cool thing to put in at the no, time. Obviously, actually, Easy like, Rider it, was it a actually thing. like like on the back of the box or in the description, it's it's a biker ninja gang. 
<laughs> yeah, those guys are the. F- <laughs> I don't know if that was maybe it was a marketing thing. <laughs> like, now is your your mind is blown on how terrible this movie is. It even got, more, it actually, just got worse. That's what I'm saying. You it hit just, these it layers. It just one upped itself. Yeah. Right. That's it what does. I said in the beginning. It does that. <laughs> it one ups itself just on plot device alone because we haven't even gotten into the other. We haven't oh. even introduced fucking dragon sound yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. We, we, haven't, we, haven't, been, we haven't been able to. Because there's just so much shit that's already going well, on. That's <laughs> what I want to talk about now. Is 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 we are introduced with Dragon Sound with friends, and then they have friends the, is a song. A song, yeah. yeah. And they and <laughs> it down with friends. <laughs> okay. Like two guys are just and like, how hey, we love Dragon. Blends in with with the gang story is like the sister is dating the guitar player, bass player, bass player, bass player. You're right. Sorry, <laughs> still a guitar, still a guitar. Yeah. Is dating the bass player, and for some reason, her brother does not like it. <laughs> Which is weird because he doesn't like. Apparently, he doesn't like anyone she dates. Yeah, but also like this is getting real like fucking like Freudian. In the, a weird the, way. Yeah, like, what? like she, what's he's going jealous. on? Here? He, yeah, I think he was he's jealous. Je- no, I think there was some she weird, says that. Yeah, because he's like, oh, because he's in a band, and this guy maybe always wanted to be in a band, but instead he was just like a, a drug lord. Uh, I think I think it's more so tied more to like tied to the fact that he can't sell drugs in that club because Dragon sounds bringing a fucking rocking hardcore. <laughs> Healthy, clean sound. They're, they're, the church crowd. That, that infectious <laughs> people don't. Bop people sound. don't do coke to friends. No, that's true. <laughs> I He's don't right. know. I think they do. Dragon Sound probably kicked out all of the drugs out of the club, cleaned it up very nicely. Uh, the brother's name is Jeff, by the way. It's because there's so many goddamn J names in this yeah, movie. There's, there's at least six, Jeff, maybe Jim, seven. James, John, Jimmy. There's, Wait, no, Jerry. there's Jim, Jack, Jane, J- Jeff, John. Isn't and the- Jimmy. Okay. Wow. He's a qu- wait. Or who, Jim. Who owns the club? <laughs> that that the fucker that, that knows the guy, the martial arts black belt <laughs> fucking master, the one that beats up the guy like in that very weird fight that yeah. happens. I don't like, even know what that 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 fight has no place in this film. Dude, it it just happens and then it's done. Can I tell you something? I was like, why does the club owner also know Taekwondo? I like the way it starts because it's like. It's like a really awkward, like you remember, like in elementary school when two kids would start fighting, it's like it, and they <laughs> and they're looking around like we we should probably start a fight because everybody's gonna call us an asshole, like yeah. pussy if we don't do it, and like that's how it feels. Like hey man, hey man, hey fuck you man, hey like hey, fuck you, no fuck you man, no fuck you. like that's how it starts <laughs> off, and it's so awkward. And, and then like, it immediately turns into this fucking club owner who's just you know fucking blazer jacket wearing <laughs> like fucking cocktail swirling. What like white dude who's like in his forties just unleashing fury, <laughs> dude like Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse, just whipping ass. Yeah, the only thing he didn't do was rip a throat out. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> Seriously, I was so thrown off by it. I was like, wait, I'm like, does what? everyone know Taekwondo? Everyone in this in Orlando knows fucking Taekwondo. When you live in these conditions, you have to know it. How else are you going to defend yourself? Okay, but- I mean, if there's ninjas in Miami, we fucking all bets off. <laughs> okay, so then there's my question. The brother, how does he relate to the club? I don't know. He probably is just... That's where he sells dr- his drugs. drugs. That's where he sells his drugs. drugs. Why isn't the owner of the club, who is definitely down with some dragon sound... And also not into riffraff. <laughs> Your music's brother for old to people. Hang out. I don't know. Maybe they're like bullied him into it or something. I don't know either. I mean, really, all we ever actually get of the club owner is he introduces Dragon Sound. Yep. 
we get some just we get we get some like you know cutaway reaction shots of him. Yeah. And then he Bruce Lee's it up for about five minutes, <laughs> and, then, and then he exits the film gracefully. It I is. Might it's, add. it's such a weird scene, <laughs> and it also it introduces the one quote where I thought for a second like maybe the film was self aware of itself. Okay, okay, where's that? It's the moment where like the uh, the guy that comes in that's starting the fight, not the club owner, but the other guy that he fights. He <laughs> says like, yeah, like. You know who I'm talking about—the guy he fights. Both Jeff and okay, the, okay, Jeff yeah, and the no, band no, leader look alike. No, the the club, yeah. Ba- so Bailey's who he fights. Bailey's the leader of the band that used to be uh, in the club. Right. and got kicked out because right. of Dragon Sound, or right. because they suck. Who knows? Okay, so Bailey. Their music was for old people. There you go. Well, no, he says that like it's like for kids or some shit. Well, Bailey describes no. Dragon Sound as for music kids. for kids. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which. Like is a pretty accurate, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thing that YK Kim would have had to have written in his own script, so he's conscious of the fact <laughs> that, that the the music they're making is kind of fucking like G rated. Right? No, 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 no. I think the opposite. I think. Hold on now. I think <laughs> why, for real, this makes it, dude. Oh, I'm telling I you, think- this is where it comes from. YK Kim thought he was writing fucking. Hits. A moral message no. about uh, yeah, I think he added a lot of like, like what you're going for, yeah. right? Like no, he's he's writing taekwondo's like morals in a song and right. a, a fucking hit for the kids, like the because it's hip for the kids. Did man. he think kids were gonna watch this fucking movie? Yes, no, he thought this there movie are, was gonna be a fucking hit. There are tits galore <laughs> in one scene. Yeah, lots in of it. Well, in one, tits. In one scene. Yeah, those tits, were not actors. Not tits. movie tits. <laughs> no, no, these are real tits. <laughs> <laughs> that is some barfly tits if I've ever seen them. <laughs> That's some fucking Charles Bukowski titty action. <laughs> <laughs> Real American. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking gutters of New York City. <laughs> New York. They were beautiful. Uh, he seriously, I think he thought he was writing like, dude, the kids are like, it's got a positive message and it's cool. And the kids that I'm trying to hit with this movie, which is like, yeah, this guy does not 18 seem like to he's, college. He's, he's in, in like tune. Wait. Say that again. <laughs> like 18 to college. <laughs> 18, 18 to college. 18 to college. Or, 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 a solid fucking three months. <laughs> or, or That's all like, summer break is, right, guys? Or as I like to call it in this film, 18 to 45 because they're fucking in college and like half of them are like 40-year-olds. <laughs> I don't know, so man. So weird. Kyle said something earlier. and it's a facial I, hair. I got to go into cast because uh, this is. I'm sorry this is all over the place, but I want to go into cast also real okay. quick. Because Kyle brought up something that I was thinking the whole goddamn time in this movie, in a different conversation that we had, that is, Jesus Christ, everybody in this film is ugly as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) That that thought literally crossed my mind halfway through. I'm like, God, all these actors are just so unattractive. Except for what's her name who plays Jane. Um, Oh my God, I feel... I can't remember her name. Why can't that's I? all right. Uh, she's why? not, she's not famous yeah, at all. <laughs> but but like seriously, she was pretty. The the main actors, the the males, mm. are all just hideous men. You know what? They're real. Dude, they're I, real what, people. That's they, what they, they are. are. Well, that's the whole thing with that's, this film is none of these people are feel like real actors. They just feel like friends of the director or writers. Anybody they could get to fucking fill in a crowd, yeah. like and like even the main people. It was like I I felt like. 
I feel the like they're all like the trans- students of his dojo. The translation of this, the whole story and the dialogue of it all is just so odd. It's like very broken English right? almost. So it's like, I mean, I, that that's what makes it cheesy, I think, is the fact that it, the way it was written does not translate to how these actors would right. normally speak. And then when they were left to their own devices with like the improv shit, it was just like so stupid. It was almost like they couldn't figure out what to say next. So they just kept repeating <coughs> repeating themselves. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we didn't. Oh, well, okay, I'll save this for technical. But this is. Never mind. This also brings me to a point because <laughs> you said the story is all over the place, which yeah. brings me to my fucking favorite character, and I have to talk about his story, and that's Jim. Jim, Jim. is my favorite character, and his fucking story <laughs> is awesome. I'm glad you bring up Jim because Jim Jim is the one character that actually made me question the like synopsis of this film. And the synopsis of this film is Taekwondo black belt rock band, orphan rock band, which really actually we find out, we find that out in Jim's story, which actually only means two members of this yes. of this five piece are actually black belt or taekwondo masters. Jim fights like he gets his ass kicked any fight he gets into. Same with same with the drummer. Same with the drummer. Yeah. Same, and same with Oates. Yeah. Well, Oates is not his name. This is who he looks like. <laughs> just right like there. Oates. I just want to reiterate that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're one. I noticed that too. I'm like, but Jim's story is amazing because is. he. What we find out is that this group has been together for a long time. They're orphans. Mm-hmm. Somehow that they're all orphans. They don't know who Which their parents find much, are. Much like so, f- it's so thrown into a conversation. Yeah. It's just like I almost thought that that uh, he was going to kick him out of the group when he found out he wasn't an orphan. <laughs> no, he was so thrilled. He was so thrilled all the way to the very end. You could always count on Mark to love the fact that you found your dad. <laughs> And I, so I, I want to say, like, in that scene, the way that that's explained, like, he gets a letter, right? Yes. And fucking John, the tall guy. Oh, yeah. Like. Michael Phelps. Yeah, Michael Phelps. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, um, he takes the letter and he's keeping it from him like, like kids would normally right, do. Like, right, But it's one of the, like, the way the scene goes and the way it's, it's shot. It's brilliant. It's like, you know when you're watching a joke and it's gone too far yeah. and you're yeah. like, he's yeah. being too mean like, now. You did and it you, one too many times. As I was watching it, there was a moment where I feel like I audibly even said, like, just give him the fucking letter, dude. <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> I felt the same fucking way. I got way. angry because I was just like, the joke's over, man. Okay, you, you kept well, it from him. But then, yeah. the joke's, but, but then the joke's not we over. We get it, you're eight feet tall. <laughs> Hold on, the joke's not over because literally... It starts up again in a more brilliant way because you're right. I had the same feeling. Like, just give him the fucking letter. <laughs> like, it's like I not did, even I, that funny. Yeah, like I felt that way. And then it got even better because here comes the whole fucking house. Yeah. Here are comes you guys Mark. trying to wake up the neighbors? Yeah. Are you guys? What's going on? What are you guys fighting about? What? Yeah. What's going on? I don't know. He won't tell me. Why won't I don't you know. tell us? We're all friends here. <laughs> I have a yeah. question. If you're in ta- into Taekwondo, does that mean you like constantly hang out with your shirt off? Like is no, that that's like the eighties? Or you yeah. just do that? You just that's like, the 80s. it's just a house full of dudes hanging out with their shirts off. That's how it is. That that's what it was. And I want to bring that back to the end of it. When <laughs> I'm sorry, but at the very end, when is it, Jim? Oh, right? I'm going. I'm, that's where I was. You're going, going there. Okay, that's where I was going. all right. Because I have because a, a point I want to bring up on that scene. Because it literally goes from that, which is really bad. Of why are they fighting? 
the terrible dialogue mm-hmm. to the most <laughs> dramatic <laughs> scene oh. in the movie. Yeah, My which God. is just so Oscar worthy, over the top, and not like out of just fucking nowhere. Yeah, that Legit. movie gets heavy so fast, and this is coming off of this is coming off of the first time we see the band as a whole kind of fighting. A gang of about nine hundred people <laughs> in what looks like downtown, like fucking, fucking New York, escape from New York. It wasn't yeah. even that. No, it looked like they shot that shit in like Louisiana or some shit, like a Bourbon Street. <laughs> it's just this scene where Jim, Jim starts crying and explaining the story of how he's black Korean. <laughs> He's half black and half Korean. My mother was Korean, and my what do you say? My father was Black American. Black yeah, American. American. <laughs> I was like, that's a new one. <laughs> what the hell? I thought that one too. I was like, I was like, you could have just said American. Yeah, I mean, like, we get it. I guess we get it. We have to spe- you have to specify that your mother was Korean and your dad happened to be black. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that explains a lot, actually, Jim. Dude, I- <laughs> it's like it's not like somebody was gonna be like, you mean you haven't been Korean? this whole time <laughs> like it's such a weird and he starts crying oh, oh it's so good too it's just like one eye is just tearing he and cr- the other side's not going at all but he cries through like a half a page of dialogue he cries through the entire journey of his parents meeting having a life together <laughs> having Jim and then the dad's you know his term of service in the military is over and he just fucking up and he's like deuces it's so crazy it's like I don't know, and then like how that story just fucking develops all the way to the end of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's, it's like, like you think it's over. All you know yeah. is that he's been putting feelers out there to the government, PIs, whatever. <laughs> My question: to find the dad. Yeah, he actually says he reached out to the government. <laughs> yeah. like, is, there, is that like a is that a phone number? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. Like, I got who, him on speed dial. This, <laughs> the government. He really he like YK Kim went so far as to build a ensemble movie and cast <laughs> of no one <laughs> in this film because not only do you have Jim's story going on, you have John's story going on, who also makes John like a main character, mm-hmm. and you kind of have like uh, you have YK Kim's, so you have Mark's story going on as like the leader of this band, <laughs> so and then you weird. have like the sto- you have the love interest between Jane yeah. and you have that you have so Jane you have Jane's Jeff. story going on, you have Jane's story going on with her brother. Yeah, and his like, and their story like, there's literally this film's like, just a victim of too many subplots. There's like literally, <laughs> dude, there's so many subplots. It would have been so much, such a better he, picture if you just dropped like five of those. He literally built like an ensemble cast like movie with no, no with nobody, and they give these performances of like craziness. There's just like the whole end. Like it's not to jump around too. Oh, let me ask you this. We're jumping I'm, around right I know. now. That's fine. I'm all over the place. I like the end though because the end also, the 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 same same scene that you're talking about with Jim with the end with the with his with his oh my god moment, also includes one of my favorite pieces of what the fuck in this film. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> this is related not to Jim's story, but this is relating to Jane and the the love interest with is it Jeff? John? Is it John? John? It's John. John. Okay. Jeff's the brother. So <laughs> Chris is already laughing. So like, so Jane's obvi- obviously Jane's as we've explained. Jane's brother is the leader of this cartel gang, and the gang goes off, and they kidnap Oates. 
They, yeah, they, they eventually kidnap. They oats. kidnap o- oats, and they and and in proper in proper West Side Story fashion, they send them a note that says, "Meet us down at the docks at 10 p.m. to fight." They're all beating their chests <laughs> in a weird like. Like fashion, like yeah. I thought they were going to start a musical. I thought they were going to start <laughs> snapping. <laughs> honestly, yeah, they were just really so, odd. During this fight, Tom is is Oates' real name or in the, oh, the character Tom name. Is the character's name. Yeah. Okay, so what's the name of the bad guy? Jeff. Jeff. Jeff is the bad guy. He's Jeff the brother. Is the bad guy. John is the very the boyfriend. <laughs> oh my god. Jim, so John, Jim is. This is just a a, a J. I don't know. A J massacre. A J massacre. Anyhow, so Jeff dies. In, during this brawl, he gets right. he gets uh, he gets yes. thrown he gets thrown from this 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 four story yeah. structure. That was a good fall. So, but everybody was just watching. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So so it's Mark and it's John who killed Jeff. Basically, well, it's mostly Mark, but the scene makes me laugh so fucking much because after the montage, it's not even a montage. After the scene of of Mark and John taking Jimmy. To buy a suit, this is so confusing right now. <laughs> to buy a suit, they pull back up to the house, and John looks over, and we see Jane for the first time in the movie, basically since Jeff has died. Oh my and God. John is just staring like, "Oh shit, she's here." And they go up, and they have this moment, and it's basically Jane goes, "I don't care that 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 you killed my brother. We're here to celebrate Jim." And him finding his father. And I was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? You do not give a shit at all that your brother's no. dead because of your boyfriend. And but you're happy to just move on and be happy for is. Jim. Dude, it's, she's part of the band. It's so <laughs> weird to me. And it was, not that, but she, like, she says, like, well, he kind of deserved it. Kinda <laughs> like. <laughs> I just remember laughing hysterically at this fucking scene. Like, what I like about it is like, she's the just t- so like, ah. The tension in that moment, that tension of that moment where it's, it's, it's it's John walking up after yes. he's newly just murdered her yeah. brother. <laughs> it's not the look of just like, holy shit, this is going to be bad. This is like, oh, I really shouldn't have stood her up last night. Yeah. I, w- I wonder if she's angry. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's like the most minor thing. Like, you forgot her birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man, she's, I'm going to get a good reaming. It took it, it took me a few days to 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 really deal with this, but you know we're we're oh we're, we're here to be happy for Jim. All of that dialogue and <laughs> and also like, the way the way they're even like brought together. It's like like fucking what's his name? God damn it, Tom, Jim, John, <laughs> Jeff. I don't know the way it's like like they come together. He's like, and here's Jim here to see you. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's Mark Marcos. That, yeah. uh, Oh, hey, hey, oh, no, no, Jim says that. Jim says that to Jane. She's like, hey, hey, Jane, it's great to see you. And and now here's John. Yeah, here's John, the (laughs) one you you. wanted to see. Here is John. Now I'll I'll lead him into the the shot. (laughs) I'll pull him in, and now I'll exit the frame. You know why he did did that? Because it was setting up, it was supposed to set up at least, that, that, oh, there might be some tension here because he just killed your brother. Yeah, I right. get that. I yeah. get that that was the- They get that they were uh, attempting to set up the tension. <laughs> how about the way it was up, executed? How about them throwing up Jim on their shoulders and marching him around oh, after he gets God. the fucking- yeah. And that kind of goes into- uh, I don't know if that's the first slow-mo or not. There's so many goddamn no, slow-mos. That not the first. That's that like the was last slow-mo. That scene slow-mo. was the hundred- yeah, Dude. I think it goes into a slow mo. Dude, every kick, I I, it I blends, like, all the slow mos blend together. Kyle, they, they fucking simulated <laughs> slow mo when he punched him in his open mouth and then <laughs> and then pulled I totally it out slowly. About that, scene. that was not slowed down. That, that was just him slowing it down what, in action. What is up with Mark and his like obsession with like 
using his feet on people's faces dude. and holding noses with his feet. I, I'm t- I, you is know, that I'm, like is that like a taekwondo move dude, where you're like I I'm such a master a I can grab a nose with my toe. Dude, you know what I thought that whole time I was like I don't care like how much you've taught me like a martial art. I'm not gonna let you put your, your fucking dirty grass foot in my face. <laughs> that part, like that, <laughs> it really grossed me out. Your it did. dirty grass foot. Yeah, I was just like sitting there, like, Dude, why see, no, is looking, it like grabbing his nose and like he's like his feet. his foot's like curling in on his face? <laughs> Dude, by my mouth, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, he's Cut. got like a heel in the mouth and a toe in the nose. I'm, I'm and I'm looking at it. I'm looking at his foot and I'm like, they, they didn't clean his foot. The, the bottom of his feet are black. They are full of dirt. Well, yeah, I mean, why wash them? <laughs> Blown away. Until you but, get uh, calluses. It's just... Yeah, be all dried and, out and, every, and, and the problem is that everyone's so goddamn happy to get a fucking toe in the foot. <laughs> like, every one of them Jim, is, like, Jim, smiling Jim, about Jim it. Jim is excited about it when they're playing the song against the ninja. Yeah. During during the during John and Mark's yeah, like we were training. Fight. Oh no, it wasn't thing. John. It was the other guy that I can't. Oh. It was Unibrow. What was his name? <laughs> Against the Ninja. Do you mean the first time that YK Kim ever held a guitar? No, they actually the first time he held a guitar was Friends Forever. Oh man, that, I mean literally the first time he's ever held a guitar was in this film captured. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can tell because it looks like it. In the, just, in the scenes, he's just like flat palm against the strings is, and then moving. Yeah, do you his think body. he's rhythm guitar? <laughs> <laughs> they tried to keep him. I feel like they really did try to not focus on him as much as possible. <laughs> it was mostly Oates they were focused. No, on. No, but all I could focus on was him anytime he was on the screen because it's like, <laughs> what is he doing? Well, it first caught my <laughs> attention because the guitar, even the guitar he was holding, for some reason, some of the shots, it looked like it was made of plastic. <laughs> like we don't <laughs> and I was trust like, him. I was like, I don't feel like that's a real guitar right now. Jeff, this is my friend John. Well, Jeff, I heard a lot of good things about you. Where'd you find this son of a bitch? He's a friend of mine from school. A friend? How can you act like that? Shut up! Do this? How could you even call yourself my brother? Enough! That guy is not for you! I want to go back to, to John and Jim's story a little bit more. <laughs> Actually, let me ask you guys this quick before I go back into it because it gets into the end of the film and then we'll wrap up from there. Who is your favorite character, Kyle? Jesus. Uh, I guess for character development and stuff, I like Jim probably the most. Dude, it's hard not to. I Right there with you. Chris? Can, can you come back to me? It's <laughs> <laughs> a real serious question. That's a tough one. Uh, it, hands down for me, it's John. Okay, well, uh, I, I'm interested in this one. I can't until you start talking about the ending. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think we're all, I hope we're on the same page with this. Oh, okay. shit. I'm a, oh, can I, I change my all. answer to agree with Mike? I, I know what he's going to talk about. I, I, I got to talk about one thing with him at the end. <laughs> Well, I just want to talk about the ending in general yeah. and how that fits in with the uh, the thing at the end, with the, the bumper the moral yeah, message. Yeah, it's like a like a tra- like the the tail end. Yeah, the no. no what well, was, there it? Is what a- was it? What was it? What was it called? It's a yeah. Uh, oh, you mean the Jacob's ladder the, ending? Like the proverb or yeah. not proverb? What's Jacob ladder? The epilogue, it. I guess. I don't know. Like whatever. Anyways. Yeah. We can go with it. Let's first of all talk about Jim. G- Okay, they fight. John's your favorite okay. character. John's my favorite character. Wait, Chris hasn't answered. Yeah, Chris hasn't answered. I answer. haven't answered. <laughs> I'm gonna, I really do have to go with Jim because Jim just has some of the most memorable bits of dialogue in this film and performances. He does. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so out of fucking left field sometimes that I, I, I loved it. 
So okay, so John, this is where I was gonna go with John on this, dude. That end when well, let's let's get there. So okay, okay. <coughs> what I, I, we're, we have what a perfect happened? seamless transition right now well, because I, what we the last thing we talked about was was uh, Jim, Jim coming go back coming back with his new suit. Right. John and Jane having an awkward meeting to realize that she doesn't really give a shit to the fact <laughs> that he killed her brother. Let's just move on with the band and life and all that and, stuff. And, then Mark. Well, I want I want to talk about one other thing before this. Okay, it, I want to talk about my my one negative thing about this film, <laughs> right? Which is at this point we're like three quarters into the film. Yeah, maybe even more right. at this Probably point. More, I think. And at this point, it's like, where the fuck are these ninjas? Dude, right? Yeah. Like the whole time I'm like, are they gonna fight these fucking ninjas or what? Like the whole time they have a goddamn song Wait. in the middle of the film called "Against the Ninja." Yeah, and it never. It's like to, up I, until this point, it has not happened. They have not met. They never. They have they, not. Can I tell you? Can I tell you my theory? Okay. And this is this is putting two and two together. This is how bad this movie is, and I love it, dude. The uh, again, the Miami connection. Here it is. Do you know why they don't fight him to the end? Because the ninjas are literally traveling from Miami to Orlando. With those scenes of them on the motorcycle on the street, I believe, is them actually on their way Wait to Orlando. They stop at the <laughs> no. biker bar on the way there, yeah. Then why is Jeff meeting them halfway? <laughs> Dude, you got me. But that was But Je- Jeff appears at their dojo several times in the yeah. film. I agree. I agree with that. But I think that was supposed to be what those no, they, scenes they represented. They, they don't hit the road until they they deliver the message that that your brother Jeff. By the way, what the fuck does that line of dialogue even? Because does, <laughs> you can't even unpackage that if you, one. If you think about it, at the end of the film, what kind of happens is somehow the ninjas and uh, Jim and uh, Mike, or I'm sorry, Mark and uh, John. Meet the ninjas halfway on their way to somewhere. Airport. Because, because no, they're taking him to the hospital. No, they're taking Jim to the airport. Not at this point. Oh, okay. oh no, yeah, you're, you're right. getting confused. Yeah, right I'm getting now. my parts confused. You're 100% correct. Right. See? For a, <laughs> for a weird, for a weird uh, data point here, <laughs> I wanted to see how far Miami was from Orlando. Yeah. In Google, uh, if I just type in how far is. It's immediately Orlando from Miami. What? <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like the number one search thing. Regardless, it's three hours and 28 minutes. That's how long that, that these bikers would have to have biked. Yeah, but they stopped Consistently the party. Consistently back they and met, forth. Ha- no, think about it. They they they, they uh, stopped and met ha- at a halfway point with him at the bar at the biker bar. And then they the all... The land? Yeah, and they're all <laughs> going back to fight the band. Right. So that uh, yeah, they get so the the, bad they are news. literally on their I mean, way. I mean, it's an, from Orlando it's to an Miami. interesting fan theory. I'll give you that. <laughs> no, that's what they, it's supposed to represent. That montage of them riding motorcycles is definitely no, supposed but, to represent that. But Jeff is not dead then at that point, so they don't have the reason to go no, after mean, them yet. You mean Jim and Jim? John, Jeff, no, yeah. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, 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 Jeff is alive then. Jeff You're is right. still alive during that. So it's not, Damn. and not until Jeff dies that the, they're like, all right. The Miami Ninjas need to bring the sh- bring the fucking thunder. Yeah, that's and, and that's what they do. You're right. Fuck, man. This is a hard. See? I gotta watch it again. Like, Anyhow, I can't. Like we were saying though, let's get to this final scene because this final scene is fucking gold. Okay. Uh, so when the movie flips bat shit crazy, it goes insane. So yeah, yeah. We, we we basically we leave off on Jim getting his suit. 
They say their farewells. They all get in the car. It's Mark, John, and Jim. And they're on the way to the airport to meet Jim's father. Along the way, they get stopped by... Biker ninjas. A gang of bikers who are dressed as ninjas or ninjas who are pretending to be bikers. I don't know which. (laughs) (laughs) And then fucking chaos ensues. Literally, uh, what happens is they chase him. They chase the uh, the, our three characters out of the car, and uh, Jim is apparently not as well trained. He did not go to the practices to get kicked in the face and held his nose held because he's like me. He's like, no, dude. Um, And then gets sliced open, and then Mark and John fucking snap. Oh, they fucking lose it. (laughs) It They lose their shit. It is a bloodlust <laughs> that overtakes them, the likes of which I don't think I've ever seen. It's so true. It is like it's they I saw it one other time <laughs> and enter the ninja from when the white ninja bops fucking music shit. It's like it's like they they but it's like Mark and John are wielding katanas, and with each head that gets cut off, they're screaming at the top of their lungs. <laughs> And it's, it's like Wolverine it's the quick status. zoom to their yeah, face. It's like it's like Wolverine like berserker mode. Yeah. Just fucking nuts. And, All right. And John's face drenched in blood is I don't think <laughs> a sight I can ever get out of his my mind of him just like Ah! Like screaming. And he's just <laughs> swinging it in the air at the air, the and sword. They, they fucking kill like 50 ninjas? And, I don't oh. know. It, here's the best part, though. Okay, so then this happens, right? And then finally, Mark has the final showdown with the ninja master, right? right. You know, it's a fight back and forth, blah, blah, blah. It's a good fight. And then it ends. Mark wins. Obviously, he's the hero. But they're not fucking done. <laughs> they're still like in this fucking scene, red, and they're running around like katanas, making sure that they've killed every last <laughs> possible. They don't find one. They don't give a shit. They're still it immediately looking. cuts from the the end point that you know as a viewer. Okay, this battle's over. To slow mo of them screaming at the top of their lungs, covered in blood, holding katanas. Running through the jungle. Like in a fucking <laughs> creek somewhere. <laughs> Just like, Just, ah! what can I murder next? <laughs> and this ties into my favorite part of this movie, which is the final bumper. Uh. Is after seeing these two go fucking ape shit nuts, the final bumper says, only through, what? Only oh, through peace, peace can we <laughs> stop the violence. <laughs> message is so fucked (laughs) fucked in this movie dude seriously I will never forget John's face like just the blood drenching from it and I'm just like dying laughing I'm like holy shit kind of looked like he had the worst bloody nose you've ever seen dude it was like you said like (coughs) when you think this movie is done giving you all it can give you. <laughs> yeah. It fucking just tops itself. Yeah. It just and gives you, know you another what? one. What's wonderful is, you know, this scene, basically, like, it's almost the, the cherry on top, I suppose it would be, is following this bloodlust of katana wielding. We cut to the hospital where we finally get to meet John <laughs> Jim's dad. <laughs> who's, yeah. who's about 27 years old. <laughs> with gray hair. With gray hair. And it looks nothing like the military picture that he's been holding this whole movie in his wallet. 
but he does look like Dr. Ben Carson. <laughs> he looks exactly like Ben Carson. <laughs> Which is fucking weird. <laughs> I mean, I know they didn't mean it because Ben Carson was like 25 at the time, but like... <laughs> And the whole dialogue with the doctor coming in and telling him it's like not as not as bad as they initially thought, yeah. and like he just gets wheeled out and is ready to go home. Yeah, it's fun. I always thought that was funny how it's like they always like present them in the wheelchair right like, there. There it comes again. Yeah, yep. he was he was pretty. He probably could have walked away. <laughs> like is how they make it yeah. Not yeah. seem. And these two lost their shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's so fucking <laughs> funny about it. They murdered like 40 or 50 people between the two of them. Jim's fine. (laughs) But it was just a flesh wound. It only took like an hour to patch him up after that. But they're just your local good rocking, good time, clean, fun band. (laughs) It's fucking great. Oh, God. Oh, man. What do you. Pure magic. All right. Anybody else got anything they want to hit on? No. Oh, God. Have we hit everything? I mean, we can't. We we could go. We could like go we on. Could, yeah. We could do a part two, honestly. We could go on. Yeah, we could have done a part two on this. There's so much to unpackage in this fucking film. Yeah. It's nuts. I, I, we didn't get into the fucking beach scene. Oh, like, none of shit. that shit. No, we, didn't, we didn't get into like the, the thing about how they could go all on a tour from where they're from. Could they, oh the, the my Italian, god! The Israeli. Yeah, uh, we'll the, stop in Israel and the, Ireland. Oh and yeah, Korea. all the places we're from. The weird backstory they had. Where, where we'll, we'll present peace and love. <laughs> oh my it's craziness. god! In the disposal of we any didn't ninjas even talk about. We didn't even talk about fucking the the the. What is that? The is that the Korean food place where the the owner's like fifty years old and also a martial arts badass? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Because everyone knows Taekwondo in this. Mm, Mark just right. teaches everyone. It's yeah. his. It's what he does. Oh, uh, anyways, let's. Yeah, what are we rating it? We're, we're, Dr. Ben Carson's. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Ben Carson's. I like it. Dr. Ben Carson's. <laughs> All right. <That's> so good. <laughs> Dr. Ben Carson's. Man, uh, I'll go first. Uh, I will say uh, this this movie is it's a fucking it's it's a five like easy. I, I would tell you watch it. I'm gonna own this film. Uh, Alamo Drafthouse put this out. They found a gem in this. Honestly, like if you have not seen this movie, fucking just run out and see it. Uh, man, it's 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 it's, it's troll two status, of, but an action film, and it's it lives up to it's great. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Like, I'm blown away by how much I love this movie. Like, <laughs> blown away by it. Like, it's like, oh my god, I want a fucking Dragon Sound T-shirt. I want <laughs> a fucking book signed by YK Kim. I don't even care what book it is. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I fucking a fucking old Betty yeah. Crocker cookbook <laughs> signed by YK Kim. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like ready to get obsessed about this movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, once watching it once was not enough for me. I have to go back and watch this movie again. I'll probably watch it again and again because I feel like I'm going to find something new every time I watch it to latch on to. Mm-hmm. And I like, I'm excited to learn like all the lines and quote this movie. Like if dude, this is, this is, this is like epitome for me. Like this is an epitome of a cult film. Like I'm super happy. I got to see this five, five for me. Uh, Kyle. Yeah. It's, <clears throat> It's uh, five uh, Dr. Ben Carson's for me as well. I mean, I have to just echo everything Cody said. Like, this movie is, uh, 
It's a lot. It's a lot. It, there, there's so much going on, and there's so much where you're choo- you're just you're 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 not able to follow it. But God damn it, you're having the time of your life watching it. It is a really really bad film, and it, it you can clearly see that the director thought he was making a fucking gem. Like this was going to be a blockbuster success. Dude, he was like making, and it was so bad. He was making like a fucking. Action movie mixed with Purple Rain. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. You're right. You know, that's not a bad comparison that, at all. That is, a great, that is a great description. It's fucking Purple Rain meets fucking trauma. Uh, missing in action. Missing in action. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, I recommend this film so highly and um, go out and check it out. And I guarantee this will be one of your new favorite gems. So, yeah, five. Chris? I'm going with a five, too. I had a lot of fun watching this and I it, it it made it even more fun that I had no prior knowledge to the film you know it's like I don't feel bad saying that because I got to experience it for the first time and I think it was like it had the same magic that Troll 2 did for me you know there's not a lot of films I would actually say are so bad they're good but I I would definitely put this in that category like the acting is just like you could watch it by yourself, you could watch it with a group of people, and it's gonna be a riot no matter what. Like whether you're like quoting like stupid shit they say in this film, or like making fun of the bad editing or the poor, poor poorly choreographed fight scenes, um, the effects even you know like it just there's just like but there's so much ambition to it. There's so much like yeah. I, I know that they wanted to do a good job. Exactly. And they all really did try to make that happen, but it was the perfect storm of not good that actually I'm happy that it later became to to be appreciated for what it became for what it was. So it's a gem, dude. This so, is so it's a five for me. All right, so like with with the whole so bad it's good care category, like Troll Two and all that, like Troll Two is great and everything like that. I don't think I've ever come across one that actually like it's so bad it's good that it made me like laugh. This film had me in fucking stitches. Like, I, and this is by myself. Like, so, you know, yeah. mo- most ones you have to watch with a group. Like, I we agree. had the Hawks of Slayer problem where it was like, okay, two people watched it by themselves. The two people that watched it with a group gave it a good review. The other two didn't because yeah. they saw it separately, right? This one, I was by myself Same alone here. just fucking watching this thing and like in the fucking fetal position. Like, I was laughing so hard at what was going on. Um, and for that, I think for the second time in cold film review history, I think for a perfect score, I'm going to give it a five. So it's five all five all around. Yeah. Right. I think American Movie is the only one we've ever ever done. Maybe. Yeah. That might be the only I other think this one. Is the second one that we've ever done. Yeah. It is a five. This movie I would highly recommend to anybody. And anybody comes up, any cold film fan comes up to me, and it starts talking about movies that are so bad they're good, and they you know troll to you know. Uh, uh, whatever, uh, Plan 9, any of those, like, I'm going to say, no, this film, you got to put this one on your list. Yeah. This one is so deserving of that. It is so good. I walked into work today and showed my boss the trailer. I showed my coworker the trailer. <laughs> it's like, you got to see this shit. Uh, yeah. Oh, I- oh, and there's two songs in this trailer. Don't worry. It's not over yet. <laughs> yeah, I did the same thing. And then, oh, my God. God. I think another thing that I loved about this film is I because I love Kung Fury so much, I feel like I saw some Kung Fury likes like maybe they saw the Miami connection and were like, we want to recreate some of that People definitely- cheesy dialogue and like kind of like emulate 
like a style that they had going on. I think but they call that style eighties action. Eighties action. Well, okay. that's the style. This, this, this film <laughs> well, this definitely is the quintessential. Yeah, it fucking is. You're this goddamn film right. Definitely had s- some following before. I mean, yeah. anything because, uh, like, uh, so Far Cry Three. Uh, is a pop. It's like a popular game. They did like an expansion where it was called Blood Dragon, and 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 they stylized the entire film like an '80s like sci-fi kind of film, right? Like there were all these like dragons, and everything was in neon, and it was like a big kind of look like that. And when you beat that game, the credits roll, and it plays Friends. Mm. Like so, and that when did that game come out? Two thousand fourteen, fifteen, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like this, it wasn't a film that wasn't on people's radars. So like, right. I, I it does not surprise me that Kung Fury, which is a movie that has a very similar kind of look and feel as as that game does, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, that these people <laughs> saw this film and were like, dude, we gotta fucking, we gotta well, throw this in the I mix. Will, I will say too that I, I no like then that we all watched it alone. So that brings me to like, I can't wait to honestly watch this movie with a crowd. Yeah, I w- I would I would love so much to watch this with a group and just. Just be able to sit back and have some fucking drinks and like just fucking laugh, you know, for yeah. the whole for the whole hour and a half, two hours of this movie is. Yeah, this is this is like the quintessential fucking group film, the party movie right here. I'm down with that. I I agree with that. All right, guys, that's our show for this week. We actually do have oh, yeah. three brand new reviews, so we need to get some shout outs. We need to read some reviews. I'll let you three do that before we even get into them. Thank you for just filling them out, and please. Go also leave us a review and write a comment, and we'll give you a shout out at the end of the show. Go ahead. Who wants to go first? I will go first. Okay. And this is from Vexel. Vexel. And he writes, uh, best cult film podcast. He said, thanks for the reviews, guys. I'm excited to delve into your archives. 16-year-old hoping to carry on the trend of cult films. I'm glad that there's 16-year-olds out there doing that. Yeah, I'm, I am too. I'm glad that we're influencing the youth. I'm, wa- I'm waiting to get some hemlock in the air. <laughs> no, it always scares <laughs> the shit out of me though. to think I mean, that. Like, I think I, feel, I agree. I feel like you, there's a lot of. I could be completely wrong, but I feel like there's a lot of like teenagers right now that don't grow up like digging into film as much anymore well, yeah, because yeah. it's not like a library. It's not like a video store where you got to go and well, explore. It's gonna, like it's tougher now. It's yeah. gonna get to that. Well, it's gonna get to that point. Like, because people think, well, hey, every everything's on the internet. No, a lot of these movies that were put on VHS did not make it to DVD. So the, their legacy or or Blu-ray and their legacy is not being continued on, right? Because the VHS is somewhere and. Th- those are missing. You know what I mean? Everything's buried in digital space now. You don't really see yep. anything unless you're specifically looking for it. So it's I'm absolutely I, true. I like it. I hope that I hope your friends get into it. I hope uh, like I didn't think I was going to fall in love with like honestly just to start from like the beginning of the show when we started like a hundred and whatever episodes ago. Like I thought I loved cult films and now like it just keeps getting better and it better. Yeah. Gift better that better. keeps on giving. Yeah. Like it, the more I delve into it, the more I'm just like, fuck, man, I keep on finding things that are just so great. Yep. That like keep with it. Awesome. Think well, about how many more things are out there that we don't dude, even know about. I know. Right I'm now. so excited. Like I that, that makes it makes me excited every week that I can probably discover a new film or revisit a film and fucking just live it again. Like it's awesome. Not to make it about me, but thank you for that review. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go next. Uh, I have a review from Miggy D. 
And it says the title is Yes. <laughs> no. Just yes. Just yes. Just yes. I love how conversational this podcast is. I might not have seen all of the movies they discuss, but they give enough information during their discussions for you to make an informed decision. I find it helps that they are not always on the same page, as in if a movie is good or not. Good job, gents. Looking forward to more episodes to listen to at work. Thumbs up. Tonight we were all on the same page. Yeah. 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 Wow. Well, it doesn't happen often, as no. we found out, only it's the usually, second time. It was just been like Congo... <laughs> yeah, Anaconda. Yeah, Anaconda. Congo was one of them, wasn't it, Cody? Yeah. <laughs> Congo, Anaconda. <clears throat> Anacondas, sequel. Yeah. It's plural. It feels you know like what? we did it, but so we didn't. This, this movie also had Young Love. I'm just going to say that. I'm going to throw did. that one out You're there. You're goddamn right it did. Young, young, love, young Love that knows no bounds, even the death of a brother <laughs> at the hands of the uh, one you love. Be, let, youngish. Like, you're like yeah. 35 yeah. and they're in college. It's <laughs> a really weird situation. New sitcom. <laughs> mid-love? Yeah, mid-love. Mid-love. All right, love. Mike. Chris. I got it. Chris, yeah, sorry. Mike, went. Brandon Ramirez says, perfect podcast for me and gives us five stars. Oh, my goodness. This is a long one. I just want to say this podcast is perfect for any cult film fan. Uh, the four of the hosts are all intriguing and fun to listen to. I started by only listening to the episodes of the films I've already seen. Um, to hear your thoughts and eventually I got to a point where I took your new episodes um, and uh, finally watched them and I, there are some gems in there that he's never heard of he says uh, P.S. I watched The Blob for the first time just two weeks at the new Beverly Cinema LA uh, those who had any doubt whether or not this was a cult film let me tell you any film like this that can sell out a cinema of over 200 seats for a Saturday midnight screening is definitely a cult film in my book. I agree with you. Yeah, and seeing it for the first time in the electrifying crowd, it really amplified the personal experience that I had with it, and now it's become a new favorite horror film of mine. A 4.5 out of 5 sick jumps, oh. based on pure personal enjoyment alone. <laughs> Says Brandon Ramirez, 5 stars. Thank you, Brandon. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. That, that's awesome. I'm glad you got to see the movie with a crowd, too. That's got to be a fun I would, experience. I would, love to, I would love nothing more than to experience yeah. that movie in a theater. With I feel crowd. like, yeah, because I feel like, too. yeah, <laughs> with the whole fucking nine, because there's so many. That's the one thing that I find is sad about this podcast, though, that makes me sad, is that all these movies that we're getting to enjoy now, now I'm not, now, now not going to have the chance to really see them all in theaters. Well, you know, hopefully, like, you know, we got a couple of venues here in the Valley that do this kind of thing, like Elmo Drafthouse that put out this film, like a film bar. Yep. Um, there's Pollock new, does some yeah, stuff. Pollock yeah, Pollock does some yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. Thankfully, we have at least three three theaters. That's yeah. a lot for Phoenix, I feel like, and good. Yeah. Th- yeah. I'm glad for it. So at least we have that here because we do get somewhat of a chance to go see it on, on s- some screens. All like, I'm saying is that before I die in my life, I want to see Big Trouble in Little China in a movie theater with a fucking packed house. You know Saturday I mean? night. Yeah. Yeah, with fucking popcorn and Coke in hand. That's right. <laughs> maybe, maybe some peanut M&M's. All right, guys, make sure you follow us on social media at ColdFilm underscore review. review. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Movie's on, got me in a weird sort of way. On Instagram <laughs> and on the Twitter. And then make sure you go follow us on Facebook. You can check out our website, ColdFilmReview.com. You can follow Kyle. You can follow me on Instagram at ColdFilm underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris at. Cult film underscore Chris on Instagram. And you can follow Mike at 
at Mike Salustio on Twitter. And you can you follow-, follow Cody at... <laughs> Whoa! Hey, about time. God dang. About time. You can follow me at VHS Collect on Instagram. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you're going to join a cult, make sure they're watching good movies. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>